0: Hello, good morning, Sunday morning, Paco Amador here, He's sending you uh, Pastor Paco um, on site on uh, the corner of Cermak and uh, Marshall Boulevard, where this Sunday we celebrated two baptisms, really exciting times, and um, I'm here to, um, to encourage you, and I want to invite you to close your eyes with me for a moment. So Lord Jesus, thank you for your enormous love. Thank you for the power of your presence among us. You have not abandoned us. Thank you that you're here right now with me. These words are words that you have placed in my heart to speak through me to everyone who is listening. Lord Jesus, would you fill us with the energizing, electrifying power of your love. In Jesus' name, awaken us like never before. Amen. Amen. Listen, I want to invite you uh, for a moment to walk with me for a few minutes. When Jesus came into our world, the king of the world, the creator of the world, came into our world. He entered our world, and he said, I'm sorry, and he not only proclaimed with his mouth, but he enacted the kingdom of God. He said, there's a new kingdom. And uh, in other words, those who follow me, Will experience the true life that God had always been meaning for humans to experience. And the greatest experience of God's life in us is the love of enemies. Love God. Love your neighbor. Love enemies. Love those who persecute you. Bless them and do not curse them, Jesus said. That, that's tremendous. He, as a king, he came in proclaiming God's new rule among us inviting people to leave all of the kingdoms all of their uh, first allegiances and become fully His Jesus said it this way, if you want to follow me deny yourself, pick up your cross, become my disciple just apprentice to me just follow me, I will show you abundant life life that overflows that's the kind of life that the king came to experience to to not just experience but to demonstrate to others and to uh, to open the door for you and i to be able to experience that kind of life and and how do we respond as humans human family we killed them we shot him off as humans we gave him to taste the entire essence of all human evil upon our own creator and we killed him on the cross but don't you worry the third day he rose again the apostle Paul in the letter of Romans he says like this he says that, uh, um, that he was declared the true essence of God among us through the resurrection of the dead what he resurrected, what he did is he took on death and he squeezed him out and he said, you no longer have the power that you had. Took sin, broke the curse of sin in us. And he defeated the enemy in such a way that the Bible, express, Jesus explained it, that he has tied up the enemy and he came bring all those things as great news to those who were enslaved, to those who were broken with illnesses, to the poor, to those who have been destitute in all of our world. And so Jesus is like as, as the demonstration of God's presence and power in our world. God in sandals. God in sandals. Um, he came lived he showed us god's kingdom he proclaimed it he died and then he resurrected and then i want to invite you to go with me for just a moment to the gospel of john chapter 20 one of my favorite stories the bible says that um that on the evening of that first day the first day think about that When he's saying first day, he truly means first day. Like the very, very beginning, we are going to Christianity all the way back to the beginning. On the evening of that first day, remember that the creation, it said the evening and morning of the first day john is very intentional about saying it's the evening of the first day in other words when god speaks everything is going to be made new right here it's a new creation on the evening of the first day when the disciples were all together with the doors locked for fear fear the jewish leaders jesus came stood among them and said the words peace be with you after this He showed them his hands and his side, and the disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Oh, man. His presence is like the first day. They're filled with fear. It's chaos in the world, like disorder all over the world. And then Jesus gives the word peace, shalom. He shows them the signs. An old world has passed and new has come. And, and then they explode in joy, overjoy. Again, Jesus said, peace be, be with you, second time. And now he adds this, as the Father has sent me, I am sending you. As the Father sent me, I'm sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. Listen to these words. John chapter 20, verse 23. If you forgive anyone's sins, they're forgiven. Bam. But if you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Solid. Wow, final. Would you close your eyes with me for a moment? Lord Jesus, come. Speak. Your servants are listening amen amen hey um, i have two very clear words for you this morning the first word is the word send is is the word peace peace It's god's shalom jesus is inviting us to a new way, a fresh way of being truly, fully humans. Truly be a full man. Truly be a full woman. True, truly be a full father, a full mother, a full child, a full worker, full friend. To be, to be fully. Entero is like complete. Is uh, telos is like like filled from from the from the inside out. Jesus said. If you follow me, you will experience life, abundant, overflowing life. And he's making a new world, a new way. And the new way is built on the foundation of this one word that he speaks. At the very beginning, the first day, the evening of the first day, speaks shalom, peace. Peace. And that word is Irene, is Irene, it's the, the Greek word, it's the Jewish word, it's Shalom, it's uh, uh, the Hebrew word. Um, it means not just the absence of problems. You know, many of us, the older we get is, I just don't want to have any more problems. And we call that peace. But that's not biblical peace. Biblical peace is God, the windows of heaven, just opening up. And just God overflowing in our lives with his goodness. We call that blessing. That was the word that people would give to one another when they saw each other in the street. eh? Shalom. In other words, all of God's goodness on you. And this is exactly the word that Jesus uses as the foundation of this new kingdom that he's establishing, that he's enacting with power. The first word is peace. Here in this season, I've noticed that COVID has had a double effect on many of us, on our congregation, on our believers in general. Uh, On one side, many who were sleeping, many who were just struggling, many whose marriage was bad, many who were just like, you know, just be kind of like part of a church but really do much do, don't do much many have become just like a, a, I've gotten on fire for God I've literally have seen some marriages that have gone from just struggle, struggle, play to walking in rhythm, loving their children on mission for God like, like clearly their hearts have become one I've seen men and women doing passionate, crazy things for God together. I've seen single men and women just going at things. I've seen people who've experienced the pain of COVID, people who are literally at the door of death, who are now walking passionately with Jesus, who are like calling their relatives, praying for them, have become the chaplains of their family. I've seen that. I've seen many of you who This COVID has had an effect of unleashing you into our world. Of experiencing God's power like you've never seen it before. This morning I met up with a couple and the wife was telling me, Pastor, before COVID, I was part of our congregation and I would do many things. And I felt like, man, this is cool. But I've never, I I hadn't experienced what I've experienced now. God acting through me in power, bringing people to, bringing my relatives, even my relatives all the way in Mexico. Like I just called them with a fresh new passion, I prayed for them, invited them to gather together, and on the, end of the phone call, I lead them in worship, I lead them in prayer. Lead, like super exciting. Peace, the peace of God. On the other side, for many of you, COVID has had an effect to completely disembowel your faith, to, to dry you up. Being so much in your phone, you've just fallen prey like never before to porn. You've, you've, like, you know, your faith is dry. You, like, hey, keep on, whenever I see you, you're like, hey, what, when's church opening up? You know, just want to, like but you haven't taken steps of faith. It's been a long time since you've knelt down by your bed and prayed passionately and asking God for, for the world and, and for asking for healings. It's been a long time since you've seen your faith active. I've seen that. To you who are on fire for Jesus, I tell you God is sending you His peace. To you who feel far away from God, to you who have fallen prey to so many things in this world. You've watched way more Netflix than you've even opened your Bible. To you, I say, Jesus is building a new kingdom. He sends you peace. (sighs) Receive it. On the other side, the second word that I want to share with you is not just the word peace, but it's the word send. And Jesus uses this word is a is is word that would end up being the word apostle. Apostle is someone who has been sent. But it's also the word in, in Latin is the word missio. Missio is I have sent you. It's mission. I have put you on mission. Go. I have a mission for you. In other words, your life is not wasted in this world. God has a mission for you. And it's exactly what he's wanting to give to you. To add passion to your life. To add a purpose. That can never be stopped by any virus. By any... Like by losing money. By losing everything. Like no, no, no man. I'm on mission. I love the way that the Apostle John puts it. Jesus breathes. If you go back to Genesis... Uh, there was God. And God grabbed the clump, the clump of clay that he, made, he had made into the shape of a human, not yet a human, until he breathes. <sighs> Here John is being incredibly intentional. He's telling us, making a new world. And he takes lifeless, fearful humans... Reads on them the Holy Spirit to receive the work of the Holy Spirit in your life. Let Him fill you from the top to the bottom, from through, throughout everything that you're doing. And this is how you will notice the effect of the Holy Spirit in your life. You will not be able to stop yourself from proclaiming, receiving, and proclaiming God's forgiveness to the world. Proclaiming reconciliation between humans and God, between humans and themselves and humans and others. Proclaiming, enacting reconciliation. Jesus puts it in a, in a positive and then negative way, in such a way that it would be absolutely clear to you that if you don't go, people will never be able to experience the greatest gift of life, which is... To be fully connected with God, with yourself, with others. He has come to reconcile the world, the world to himself. He has come to break down the dividing wall. So that men and women, so that those who are far will bring near. So this is what the Apostle Paul says in Ephesians. He is our peace. Without Jesus... We cannot experience God's peace. And he sends us to experience peace, to experience reconciliation, to give it away freely into our world. I am on fire. I really need to let you know I'm on fire. And my goal this morning is to to push you, to be on fire as well, to experience, to receive what Jesus has already given to us his holy spirit not just so that you would be you know feeling good about yourself you know sunday morning feel good no so that you would experience his power the beauty of his work through your life it's time to get on mission uh, it's time to it's time to be awakened i, I want to finish up by sharing two things with you the first thing that i want to share with you is um that throughout these last several weeks, uh, throughout these last several months, God is, 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 hasn't stopped us. He is moving us on mission throughout Little Village. Uh, so excited to see people being awakened to the work of the Holy Spirit and joining them, j- jumping in the middle of the current and just swimming, swimming with the Holy Spirit. So we've been having celebrations gathering in different places, and, and I was surprised this week talking with all of the leaders who've been leading all these eight different celebrations, seven different celebrations. Every single one of them mentioned to me, hey, we want to keep on going all through October. I had mentioned, hey, let's finish up in September. It's <laughs> like, we're liking it not that cold, Pastor. But like, let's keep on meeting together. We're enjoying seeing what's happening. Two Sundays ago, we had a baptism. Last Sunday, we had two baptisms. This Sunday morning, we're having a baptism. Next Sunday morning, we're having another baptism. Each one of them in a different place. I told them, "Hey, I see. I'm super excited to see that this baptism tank that for a long time was all dried up. Like uh. Oliver was telling me that he used it in the basement as a table." <laughs> Like, turned it upside down, like he was eating there with Nick. And, and now he's saying, I was telling him, Hey, let's, let's not let this baptism rest for this baptistry rest for a moment. Let's keep on making disciples of Jesus, inviting people to deny themselves, pick up their cross, and follow Jesus in the context and the place where God, in other words, becoming fully humans, a life abundant passing on God's forgiveness to our world. Super excited about what's been happening. One couple who was at, at the door of death, Kuko uh, and Kande, they actually literally, when they came back to their house after ventilators and all you know, the crazy things, that they, they were separated. And Kuko um, literally almost died. And uh, when they finally made it back home, Kuko said, hey, um, I've never... I've never called my family uh, and told them about Jesus. Now that I have this second opportunity, I've tasted that, and i would would invite my all of my family, like all of. And literally, he started calling relatives in Texas, relatives in California, relatives in Guerrero, relatives here in the in the suburbs, and he started like gathering together. And he's got a and a cousin who's a pastor down in Texas, and and um, they bumped into starting a movement of disciples. Of fresh people that are walking with Jesus and they're like sharing with one another and uh, every Sunday morning they call. He was telling me that um, they are they, they have been between 20 to 40 people that are in phone calls. They, they have to like call you know, three people and then someone else from there calls three people, three people, three. It's like this exciting chain of people like, you know, calling one another. <laughs> like saying, hey, Let's call relatives and invite him to know Jesus. Can they sing songs on the phone? Kuko uh, was telling me, I'm, I'm in one room and she's in another room on Sunday morning, and I'm like sharing about what God has done in my life, and she's like singing songs and worship, and then I'm praying, and then my my cousin is preaching, and like he says, sometimes we stay on the phone like you know three hours. And he was telling me, around between eight six. To eight people have given their lives to Jesus in the last several months through this a movement people sensing the Holy Spirit's peace and this power of scent send feeling God has sent us I' finished by the, la- the second thing I mentioned two things so it's the last one Rosario or sister Rosario um, called me this week, and she said, hey, yeah, uh, a friend from college called me, and she said, hey, uh, would you help me out? I know you're a Christian, and uh, so would you help me out? And long story short, that friend's mom died of cancer, very severe cancer for, for several years. She, like, battled cancer, breast cancer. and um, But during that season, that entire season, jesus met her and she fell in love with jesus she started loving jesus and then um you know as i called this lady and said hey well tell me more and she was telling me man my my mom just fell on fire for jesus and and then um she said would you come and do a funeral for us and i I thought well if she was so into jesus why don't she like her church and she said, "No, no, we didn't have a church. We didn't know a church." It was like, she had been all sick and everything, and we never joined the church. And um, but, but for years, my mom just walked with Jesus, real sick. And um, and she said when she died, she said that she told her daughters, her husband, and hey, "As I die, I um, I don't want a burial. I don't want like a sad thing. I, I want it." A celebration I want you to go and find a pastor to come and preach and I want you to go and and have find somebody who leads worship and and I want my funeral to be a celebration so I showed up it was like almost close to Juliet and then Juliet I thought I was going to a funeral home I arrived you say Rancho it's a farm kind of with horses and everything. And they it looked like an outdoor, beautiful wedding. It was all in white. They had white lace everywhere. And then in front they had like a little table. And they had like the picture of their mom. And they have like a cross. And then Rosario was already ready with a couple of other people leading, preparing for worship. And I walked in. And I asked this lady, hey, um, would you like me to give some words? Maybe five, ten minutes. She said, No, no, preach. And as I started, I didn't know anyone, but by the end of it, I just like felt like I was so deeply connected. People after people kept on coming to the front to share how this lady had impacted them tremendously. One, last, one lady came in, the last, the last one to speak, and she said, she was a very good friend, very dear friend, and she would always send audios, like she, she would record herself uh, on the phone, sending blessings prayers, and songs from her sick bed in the hospital. She said that one of the last, the last audio that she sent to her, she said, and now I'm taking my sandals off because I'm about to walk to holy ground and the holy ground is my final true home. So I finished preaching, man. There was like a revival in that place. I mean, people were... We're praising Jesus. Unchurched people loving Jesus. Rosario was like leading us. Come on, hallelujah. It was so cool. And I thought, how beautiful are those who receive God's peace upon their lives. And let the Holy Spirit take them on mission to reconcile the world to himself. I want to invite you. This is the moment to be finally fully awakened. Walk with Jesus. Be on fire with the mission that God has given to us. Lord Jesus, I pray for our congregation, brothers and sisters, to be on fire for you, Jesus. In your name I pray. All over this community, people would experience your peace, be reconciled to you and to each other.